Fingley on my half of Titania Bunker. Cool. So what are you going to talk to HPI about today? I'm going to talk to you about, talk to you about why I hate Linux and why I love it. Ooh, love-hate. Uh, I have a hate-love-hate uh, relationship with Linux. I love the idea of open source. I love the idea that, that freedom drives software. I hate the idea that people say, you must always use this one tool and this one tool only. I think that stifles creativity and innovation. However, if it works, they've got a valid point. Um, we've just done an old camp. Uh, so, so just sorry, sorry, for the benefit of the listening community, what, what is old camp? Old camp is an open source free culture um, unconference where people pitch up and just give talks. Okay. It's the meat and potatoes of what it's there for, and I defy anyone who isn't remotely techy or curious about how the world works, I, mean, I, I defy them to watch one and not think, oh, I could ever go do something like that. I could give a talk. Wouldn't that be great? And whilst uh, the notion of our camp is not necessarily uh, defined to one uh, one thing, but you could, you, anyone could make an odd camp, uh, the definitive article, article as you might say, is the one in Liverpool, run by the Ubuntu UK podcast and the Linux Outlaws. Okay. So, I spent six months working on a presentation. Well, what was your presentation? The presentation was on um, creation of animation using open source software. So I spent six months trawling through software repositories, trying to find software that's stable and works, trying to find software that does what it's supposed to do, and we're, we're trying to, you know, where it doesn't write patches and fixes to make it work. And, you know, a lot of work goes into just getting some information to, uh, to, to present. So imagine my disappointment having spent the last week rehearsing what I've been saying in the car every day on the way to work, having gone through it the night before in the hotel room. Imagine how disappointed I was to find that when I hooked my laptop up to the projector, there was nothing, not a thing. Imagine even how that felt when Mike's, my brother's laptop was connected, and again, nothing. And imagine how annoyed I was when the tech guy goes, oh, well, it's just a thing. That's just a thing, is it? Uh, so hardware just decides to not work, it's just a thing. I mean, the, the thing is, if you're, if you're, if you're telling me that uh, open source software is as good as as closed source software. Then we aren't. Then this conversation, this 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 diatribe here, isn't happening because it works perfectly. I get my presentation done, and the 13 people that went to see it, you know, they went away knowing a little bit more about what I'm doing and potentially finding new open source tools. The fact is, it didn't work, and those 13 people went away not knowing what we're talking about, not knowing about the tools, and none the wiser. So, you know, the notion of work, was it learn, work, play? The learn, learn, teach, and uh, learn, teach, and play is the ethos of, uh, of Ubuntu or free software not being met there. Well, it's, the, it's, the, it's the tagline for OddCamp, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I'm I'm disappointed because I feel like I've let down the the people that have turned up and actually have voted with their feet to turn up to this room. Um, there is issues with campfire manager, which I will we, I will send bug reports to John at some point. But during the day when he's at the thing is not the time. Um, so yeah, 
I'm annoyed. I was annoyed. I was angry. And the first thing is, why do I why do I keep going back to this stuff? Why am I using this system? Why don't I just get an Apple Mac? Because although you might say Apple Mac guys are idiots, maybe, or at least they spend way more on computer components than they need to, they could possibly legitimately say, I just plug it in and it just works. Okay. Can I point out that the projectors in question have VGA connectors? That's very that's very true. And in that situation, the Marvel Mac couldn't just plug it in at work. They'd have to plug an adapter in and then plug that into the adapter, and then it would just work. But carry on. Well, okay. Look, maybe, okay, not Apple Mac. What about if I just use a Windows XP machine? Yeah. Yeah. You know, or or a, a, a Windows 8 tablet or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think Windows 8 is a terrible operating system, and you'd have to pay, you'd have to pay me cash to use it. I use it on other people's laptops, and I'm thinking this is no way to run an email application. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be a hater. I don't want to get into that sort of categorising the users by their OS, because we already have that in the free source, a free open source community, and that's kind of bad. Let, but let the uh, let the Apple Mac and the uh, and the Windows boy square off and all whistling the little mud and arrows at each other. We should be better than that, and we should be better than them. And our our software should be better than them. It should, you know, if we if we're all about ideals, if we're all about making things work, it should work. I mean, this morning, this is the second day of our camp. Our camp planning on for two days. It's two. They say it's two days of talks. It isn't. What it is is an afternoon. Uh, it's a uh, a morning and a bit of an afternoon of the first day of a talk, and about four hours on the on a Sunday morning of talks. So, out of two days, out of sixteen hours, you've probably got eight of of talks. And so we we went in early and we we tested the uh, tested the laptop and we tested throughout the rest of that Saturday, just getting more and more frustrated with the fact that nothing was happening and you know it's just a thing apparently. And it worked. Worked the first time. Yeah. So we submitted to Campfire Manager, and we never got assigned a room at all. Uh, so we ended up just crashing the... We had people actually turn up and want to see it, uh, but we ended up having to just crashing the sabotage or at least storm the uh, Raspberry Pi room because they've got a TV with a VJ input, and we just went through their TV there. Right. You know, so it's kind of... Ultimately, I got to uh, transmit or communicate my message. That's fine. Yay, it works. Nay, it didn't work first time, and it didn't work when the optimum number of people would have been there to see it. And if, if, if you take this in a different context, it's the big pitch presentation for the big contract. Yeah. You're not going to give you. They're not going to go. Well, you know, yes, your, your IT system didn't work, but don't worry, we'll give you that multi-million pound IT contract uh, if you come back tomorrow and have another go at it yeah. never going to happen true um, and unfortunately it is a, I think events like Mug Camp I think events like the big pitch or the time when you need the machines to work is when you, an OS system rather stands or falls and yesterday Ubuntu for me was falling rapidly because it was doing nothing to help remedy the situation what made it worse is the tools to remedy the situation was apparently to launch a command prompt to uh, terminal and type L was it what was the command uh, the command was LX R-A-N-D-R which I hadn't heard of and some people in the room hadn't heard of 
Uh, and apparently, it's uh, it's a mechanism which shows you the device, the screen devices that are attached to your LXDE desktop session. Right. So in in Windows, that's a right click, desktop settings, right? Yeah. And you get a front end to manage that. Do you see? Do you see what I mean? It's I'm sure it's a great tool, but if I have to remember the magic incantations to get a terminal up and to get the right terminal and to put the right command in to get this tool to tell me that everything seems fine when it isn't, then it means that there's a big problem. There's, well, I would say big problem. It sounds like I'm grandstanding, but there is a problem in open source software sometimes. Do you think it's because, as, as it's an operating system written for and by, I would say, mainly developers, that the approach to problem solving is to approach it as if you were a developer? I think so. I, I, I think that... Um, I think that they generally in open source, what happens is someone says, "Well, you know, we'll make a we'll make a spreadsheet. Well, computers handle spreadsheets, no problem at all. Oh, you know, we want to make a, something to word process. So they make a word process. They make this. You know, they make the software that they would generally use. As far as I know, sound is still woefully unsupported on the, on Ubuntu. How many versions of revisions of Ubuntu have there been? How many releases? It's been going since, I believe, 2006. It's so they've had the more. best part of seven years to write something that makes sound work. No one can explain to me why I can get a USB headset <laughs> to Skype, plug it into my laptop running uh, Ubuntu, whatever it is, uh, 1304. 1304. Um, why I can plug that in and it does it. says, oh, you've plugged the device in. Well done. Can't use it. Can't make a call on it. Can't register it as, a, as as an audio device. Won't play audio through it. You know, um, it's that it's that sort of thing. And yeah. you might say, well, it's peripheral. So not if you're a musician. <laughs> not yeah. if you're trying to prove that open source is just as good as the big boys in the in the big fields. If if you're saying if if all you're saying ultimately is well, open source is just as good as doing database and spreadsheet programming. Well, well done. You've won that battle because you've got a spreadsheet and a database. In fact, you've got multiple spreadsheets and multiple databases. You've got lots of choice. But if you're saying, if you're saying, oh, uh, open source software is great because we can do art and we can do music and we can do video editing, you've lost the battle, unfortunately, or at least you're not winning the battle because you, I can I can only speak in my experience with Ubuntu. I, it was installed primarily because it's an old laptop, and at the time it was pre pre Unity. It was installed at the time, so no one, you know, for me it was a cheap. Oh, uh, OS to pull on. Suddenly we get Unity, and suddenly my machine is out of date. It can't run. So you know, there's, there's things to think of there. I think it's a great way to alienate the users. Uh, we're just going to pause this recording process while Dave goes and pays his parking. Uh, be right back. Resuming the recording now, Dave just got back after paying his parking. Dave, what happened when you're trying to pay your parking? Uh, right, so when I checked into the travel lodge on Friday night, I was given a voucher, which basically was a uh, discount on the parking at this car park. It's a lovely car park, it's well lit and it's really secure. So I'm happy about that. However, the voucher they gave us 
had expired some eight days previously. Oh dear. So put in the machine, all I'm getting back is saying invalid voucher, invalid voucher. So this thing, this this technology that's supposed to sort of, you know, make life easy, ends up making life that little bit more harder because, you know, I want to get away, I want to, I've got a four hour drive ahead of me, yeah. it's going to be nine o'clock at least by the time I get in. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've got to go up two flights of stairs, pay for it, get back down when there's a payment machine less than 10 yards from where I was parked. Nice. So, you know, and, and this, is, this is like kind of tangential and related to yesterday's um, technological failings. When, when the context is, you need this technology to work because you need to leave somewhere or you're doing the presentation or it's vital because what's well, keeping your ICU machine working exactly when it fails you can't help but think it's personal against yourself and you could just think well the gremlins but at this day and age I kind of want a bit more than oh well, you must have just picked up a flutter yeah you know what I mean yeah I mean <laughs> that works great for R2D2 um, it doesn't work for you know a ticket machine or someone giving you the wrong voucher Okay. So you gave the presentation today, though. You managed to give your presentation. Did that go okay? It went. It went okay. Um, when when you're psyching yourself up for these things, you're thinking, I'm going to have a room. I'm going to have time. Our camp suffers from this year in year out. Basically, they they reckon that five minutes is enough time to set something up. I think you need at least ten. I think we, instead of doing half hour talks, it should be twenty minute talks. Um, it, because ultimately you don't know where you are until the last minute anyway and today there was no room for me although there was a room for you but never was, and it was never actually assigned so where did you end up where, what did what did it said your talk was in where was it limbo limbo that's right yeah it's in limbo i mean it makes sense until you sort of assign the room it's no place yeah makes sense however if you have four talks and you have four rooms and three of them were assigned. Assign that last one, even if there's no attendees. Because ultimately, unfortunately, a lot of people don't actually use uh, Campfire Manager. It sounds sacrilegious, but are you telling me that only 47 people turned up to the live podcast recording? No, there was a slightly more than 47 people live. That's how many people were apparently calling to live camp, uh, Campfire Manager went. Wow. So, I mean, really, they were, they were using totally the wrong room. But of course, we all know everyone turned up for, the, for that. For that. So we know if we know that we must know that some people are going to turn up yeah. uh, without even registering on, on, on bank. Um, it's very true, but bank camp, campfire manager. It's very true, but if if there is no other rooms available at that slot and there aren't any other available uh, during the live podcast recording, then everybody is going to be attending the live podcast recording. That's true, but like I say, the, the Smelltails had no 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 attendees, but I gave them talk to twelve people. Yeah. So in a, in a room that were basically improvised, because they were there, they wanted to see it. They'd not signed up for it. No. Uh, I know. It, I know it's kind of counter to how we how we wanted to work, but unfortunately, we're dealing with people. So do you think it was it was in the true spirit of the unconference side of things that it was kind of cobbled together in a room with a bit of a TV and some? It was, but I'll tell you what, it was um, it was unnerving because. I didn't know if anything was going to work. I, I, if it didn't work again, I'd be mortified. And at that point, I'd have probably thrown my laptop out the window. Sounds extreme. We've already got two cracks up the screen. I didn't cause them uh, on purpose. They were just 
definitely you didn't punch. you didn't punch it in a bit, a bit of hell's nose. I need I need the screen to work for me. But at a, a certain point, you're thinking that's it. I'm walking away. And that's when you leave the open source community and you go you get back on the closed source train. I'm sorry to say that the, I'm pretty sure that most developers they'll all you cut them in half they'll say Linux down the middle like a stick of rock. But not every not every user is a developer, and I, I, essentially a user is a floating user. You'll only use your your distribution. You'll only use your software while you can use it. The second you make it too user unfriendly for them, the second you make it too complicated to use, you will find an alternative. People do that with open source software all the time. That's why we've gone from OpenOffice to LibreOffice. That's yeah. why we've gone from you know I don't know uh, Ubuntu to Mint, for example. Or um, I'm trying to think. What was it? Was it Rhythmbox and and VLC uh, uh, or Banshee? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, people people just pick a, a package that they want to use. Mm. And when you put too many features in that alienate the user. They will move. Cool. Yeah. Okay. So, if um, any of the listening community were at Odd Camp and they had signed up to hear your talk on Saturday, and unfortunately due to the technical issues, uh, were unable to to hear, what would you say your talk was about? So our talk was essentially detailing our initial investigations into uh, a way of using open source software to make animation. Okay. Um, and a way to think about organising scenes for making animation. Um, it's not we're not saying this is the way to do it. We're saying here's our way of doing it. Um, people can adopt it and adapt it and take our tools that we're going to make available and do what you like with it. We're trying to make it open and accessible. We're trying to make it so that you can do what you want to do, not what's dictated. I know it seems kind of. Australian hearing said users will use one thing until they never use something else. But I, I think we're making these tools to fix holes that the uh, that are let present in some of the software right. to make them the user experience a little bit better and mean that the user doesn't switch software. Okay. Is there somewhere that uh, listeners can go to find out more about all this animation stuff that you're working on? Yes, we are going to be. From after our camp, uh, we'll be putting the notes from uh, today's presentation. That will be going on the Titanium Bunker website, and that will be available from there. So, www.titaniumbunker.com. Cool. We also have, or in the process of setting up, our own YouTube channel called TitaniumBunker.tv. Right. Um, and we want to make that a place to go to for video. Uh, presentations. So we will do a video presentation of the presentation with a voiceover detailing how the concepts will work. If we get a chance to write tutorial videos, how to do a certain cool thing or how to do uh, an idea, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll put blog posts up on there. If, if we make tests, uh, animation tests or um, small bits of fun video, for example, it will go up on there. And we'll try and find a way to sort of categorise it so you can search for things. I mean, some of it will just be, you know, here's a piece of video that we shot on the street. You know, it's just something that just happened that we happened to video. Right. You know, it might not be related to to writing Python or, or the games that we develop or any of these sort of things. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's going to be kind of a mishmash. 
but I think that means we, uh, well, <laughs> some people say it's a mishmash. I also think it is having a varied raft of programming. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts and opinions about Octan. Overall, uh, over the last two days, have you had, a, have you had fun at Octan? I've had some fun at Octan, but basically the first day was. Ruined it for you. It kind of did ruin the experience for me. Um, I only went to see one talk. Uh, it's, it's no, no, I saw, I saw. I saw one and a half talks. I saw CC hits with John Spriggs. John, the nice guy, Spriggs. He's a nice guy, isn't he? He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. Very nice guy. Uh, and that was great, and uh, I think that's going to be great. I've got some ideas for things I want to sort of try and contribute next year uh, that are slightly different. We'll see about how to see how they go. Okay. Um, Sounds good. What's this space? I guess. Can we expect a HP episode from yourself about this? Yeah, possibly. Possibly can do. I mean, I might even do a HP episode about our presentation and one about this new idea that I'm kicking around. Um, oh, brilliant. Well, we'll see how that one goes. So yeah, keep keep watching the skies or something. Keep watching. <laughs> keep this frequency clear. <laughs> brilliant. Well, thanks for sharing your thoughts, Dave. Um, we'd better get going because it's half past five here. Yeah. I've got four hour drives, it's going to be nine, ten o'clock. Yes. My, my better half will not be happy. Yes, anyway. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, and, and if you have enjoyed this episode of HPR and um, you, you really liked it, brilliant. Don't feel afraid to do your own episode. This is being recorded on my crappy Motorola phone in the car park at Liverpool uh, after Ogg Camp. If you can record it on a rubbish phone, you, then you can do it for any of the other mechanisms. You can do it on your PC, you can dial the, the phone numbers. Uh, you can even, I believe they used to offer a system where you can send them a script and get it read by a computer for you if you wanted to have that happen. You, you know, there's no, there's very few barriers to, to, um, to contribute. So, uh, submit the episode and see you later. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binref.com. All binref projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alive 3.0 license.